Hello, I am Robot James. The omnipotent fact-checker of primordial views. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We love you very much. Now, I'm actually going to hand the mic over to Ronan, to discuss some housekeeping. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Robot James. Uh, yes, yeah, so just wanted to, again, jump in to talk about some of the gigs that I have coming up. Uh, once again, I asked James if anything he wanted to uh, share, but uh, he didn't. Although, I, what I do know he's on is uh, he's on an episode of uh, the podcast called Brian and James Fuck Each Other. So he is a guest on that where they talk about Nelson Mandela. Let's go listen to uh, their latest episode. Uh, otherwise, um, we uh, this evening, so Monday the 16th, uh, I, I'm performing with Dream Gun down in, at the Kilkenny Cat Laughs, and it's actually sold out. Thank you so much if you went and bought a ticket. Uh, also on Wednesday, the Histrionics show, that's also uh, now sold out in Smock Alley um, uh, in Dublin this Wednesday. What is not sold out, however, is our upcoming gig, uh, gigs at the Edinburgh Fringe. So if you want to come see Dream Gun, uh, we are going to be there from the 26th to the 30th. Is that correct? Yes. No, 26th to 29th. Uh, uh, We will be doing uh, E.T., Home Alone, Harry Potter, and the Shawshank Redemption. So that's 11.80 at underbellyedinburgh.co.uk forward slash what's on forward slash Dream Gun Film Reads. And then also we are doing uh, London Wonderground. So that will be the uh, 5th of September so it's Sunday it's 2pm it's a kids show and we are uh, very eager for you to come along so that is uh, £13.50 from londonwonderground.co.uk uh, there's more gigs after that but again that's just uh, no point talking about them yet so uh, yeah thank you if you've bought a ticket to any of them thanks for coming along supporting live stuff uh, if you like the podcast by the way I forgot to say it last week when I was speaking to you tell your friends go ahead tell 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 people if you think this is a uh, a podcast worth listening to uh, you're very kind if you do that uh, thank you very much uh, also yeah like subscribe uh, drop us a review if you if you if you if you feel like it um, does help. Uh, apparently. Uh, That's it. All right. Talk to you uh, soon. Talk to you well. I'm about to jump in and talk to James about the aristocracy. Hello. I'm a junior child. I'm in my own kitchen today and I'm boiling up some primordial soup. There is a primordial soup machine. Uh, so I'm so yeah. uh, I'm so classy right now. My classy level is so big that it has its own zip code. Your classy level right now is so big it has its own zip code. Yeah, and no, I did not get that from a yo mama joke. Did you Google yo mama jokes? No, I googled like a sir. You googled like a sir. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another one. Another classy joke, like another like a sir meme. Oh, something that... Oh, I see. Okay. So something that a, a sir would say? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um. So, the wife and the me. These are old. These are the characters. Okay, the wife and the me. Yeah. I want yep. good manners in bed, just like at the dinner table. The man says? or The woman says. Okay. What man would want good manners? Mm-hmm. And then he's thinking, and he goes, Honey, could you pass me your boobies, please? (laughs) And then it goes, Feels like a sir. Okay. Wait, her breasts feel like a sir? Yeah. Her her breasts feel sore. (laughs) I feel a sore in your breasts. Okay. (laughs) 
uh, they're now the ones that say exactly that. That say asking for manners from their partner. Yeah. Right. Here's another one. Not us in German. Mm-hmm. It's in German. Is well, it? we've got German listeners. Go ahead. Ich, mu- ich muss. <laughs> I'm not going to go through that. <laughs> it's too. It's too German. That's, that's, it's German to the point of being offensive. One more. Mm hmm. Okay. I bought a straight razor to clean the whiskers from my face. Fair. First time, everything goes okay. No mm-hmm. cuts. Yeah. The next time I grace my manly face with cold steel, I think I have a great shave. Sarah's status restored. Is is that it? And then it says I look in the mirror and I'm covered in and he's covered in blood. <laughs> so. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm so on the outside of this. I can't. This is impenetrable. <laughs> <laughs> This world of gentleman memes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> how are you going to be a gentleman if your face is covered in blood? Um, you could say that you'd been in battle uh, protecting someone's honour. Uh, you know? That's true. Or there was that, that, that trend amongst... Uh, uh, well, you saw a lot with Nazis, but they would deliberately try and scar their faces in fencing to try and look like they had earned them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Nazis did that. It was a popular thing at like in Germany at the turn of the century. Yeah. Yeah. That they wanted to. Yeah, it was just like a fake. You know, so you get a lot of. Uh, by the time they're in their forties and fifties, you get a lot of these high-ranking Nazis with big scars going down the side of their face. Because oh. it was like, yeah, they were the kind that needed to try and prov- prove that they were macho or or masculine in, in university at their 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 fencing days. Right. A dueling scar. Also known in German as a Schmitte, was a common occurrence among upper-class Germans and Austrians at the start of the 20th century. It resulted from the practice of academic fencing, or Minsur, which involved sharp blades. Ronan was specifically thinking of the Nazi, Otto Skorzeny, also known as Scarface, who actually lived in Ireland following the war. I think it's more badly to use your words. Absolutely, because some would say that the pen is smaller. It's smaller the sword. than the sword. Jesus. And it very much is. Yeah. Unless you buy one of those giant novelty ones you can get yeah. in Disney World. Yeah. Uh, so you'd rather scar yourself with a pen? Uh, I'd rather scar my soul with a pen. With, with, a deliberate, with a debilitating phrase, you would rather scar your soul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, people would probably find it hard to see though, that, that wound. Though. It'd be very obvious from a great distance, I think. That I've scarred you, myself. The way you would wear it? Yeah. Yeah. You'd, you'd wear it on your sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, what's a phrase that, that really severely wounded you? Uh, you know, fuck you, pig. <laughs> you stupid pig. You dumbo. Yeah. You, <laughs> you stupid pig. Yeah. Why don't you go back Look to the farm? Klutz, Why don't you go back to the dunce. farm, you pig? You know. Go back to the farm, you pig. Yeah, you, you chicken... What do you lay an egg, you chicken? You know. Yeah, yeah. Who was accusing you of being a chicken? What were you? What was the situation? Uh, it was a farmer, <laughs> and he thought you were. He a thought chicken. I was a chicken. And I was like, "What <laughs> has my life become that a farmer <laughs> thinks I'm Could a chicken?" Could mistake me for his property. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, "Go home, you cow. You know, lay an egg, mm-hmm. you cow." So he thought you were a chicken, a cow, and a pig. Yeah. Right. This is a very this this farmer can't be that successful if he it, no, mixes he's up very rich. 
Is he? Yeah. Oh. He's a person. How rich is he? He's a private farmer to Elon Musk. <laughs> to Sean Quinn. Is Elon Musk probably not... Sean Quinn is... Who's that? Sean Quinn was once the richest man in Ireland, but declared bankruptcy in 2011. He served prison time in 2012 for asset stripping, and now the people who run his company keep getting threatened by criminal gangs. Most seem to think Quinn is behind the intimidation, as he is bitter about no longer being CEO. He's the guy who's really poor and all his mates keep getting, like, stabbed by the IRA. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is Elon Musk not, um, uh, like, vegetarian or vegan? He can... You can eat meat if you're vegan. No, no. Mm, you're 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 two steps away from eating meat if you're a vegan. Uh, well, you don't. You can drink the milk. No, that's one step away. Well, you can wear the <laughs> you can wear the Mm-mm-mm. the clothes. If you're gonna say an skin. animal product. No, you can't. Really? If you're vegan, you can't. No. Well, you can just like torture them for a good time. No, James. That's actually three steps away. <laughs> <laughs> What do you call a cow with no legs? A cow with no legs. Is this a an old joke that you know, or yeah? Do I have a chance of guessing what the punchline is? Yeah, it's a f- sort of an old pop joke. Uh, what do you call a cow with no legs? Don't know. A vegan's wet dream. A cow with no legs. Yeah. Because they can fuck it or something. Oh, right. Wait, no. Yeah. They don't. They don't do. No, that's they not. Do. They that's do. That's why they want them alive. Re- oh my! Really? Yeah. That's what vegans are into. Yeah. Oh my! I hadn't. I thought their thing was that they just didn't want to eat like anything that was, you know, uh, an Im- that was impacted by animal uh, production. No, they want like to that. produce. No, they want to have sex with animals. They want to produce an impact on an animal's, you know, behind. Ah, right. They want to produce an heir Produ- with an animal. Yeah. 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 Like the aristocracy are obsessed with, with producing heirs. Yeah. 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 Um. What's the difference between a farmer and a, a vegan? What's the difference between a farmer and a vegan? Yeah. Uh, who's holding the shotgun? What does that mean? Uh, well, the, sh- the the farmer is threatening the vegan for being on his land and like, yeah. releasing all his cattle. And, uh, yeah. I was going to say... But they, but they both have sex with animals, is what I'm saying. I was going to say the... Farmer milks the cow, but the cow milks the vegan. The cow milks the like a prostate. Yeah. Milking. Oh, God. You know it, how a hoof. Think about it, James. Think about it. Cows. The cow's horn. Yeah. People have died from from, let's, from that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, not from that specifically. People have died just, from all sorts of things. People have died from all sorts. I mean, if you can think of it, people have died because of that. Yeah. Um. Veganism. Um, I'm sure if I mean, there's lots of people for whom you cannot actually have a vegan diet because of yeah. I can di- think of a few of them. Or, you know, they're so fat that they're that they can't have a vegan, vegan diet. diet. Okay, you can think of a few. Name one. Um, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Michael D. Higgins. <laughs> Michael, he's not. He's not fat. Um. The short guy out of Game of Thrones. Okay, you keep picking short people. Yeah, <laughs> they're so sh- they're so fat that <laughs> they gotta reach up to tie their shoes. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. lazily wallowing on the ground beside their shoes. 
whilst just eating eating yeah ve- vegan food yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, a calorific vegan food yeah <laughs> uh, so I take it you're never going to go vegan no yeah okay well it's good to know yourself I am a uh, I think it's cruel to go vegan well, there are arguments that veganism is actually not necessarily a sustainable eco-lifestyle either. That it actually probably does a bit more harm than good. I'm not entirely sure of the science behind yeah. it. Yeah. I know that argument, I've heard that argument being put forward. That actually veganism isn't better. I mean, the anti-vegan argument really just comes down to the environmental impact of some foods. But nothing will ever surpass beef production for environmental damage. For me, it's like all these animals want to die. Do you know what I mean? They're all crowded in bad conditions. So, yeah, so you're saying that when the animal is, like, in, why wouldn't a chicken in a battery farm want to live? Like, it needs to die. Why would it want to Yeah, it's an incredible like, pain. This is a horrible place to live, is a battery farm. Yeah, but you want it to stay there forever. That's so cruel. Well, I mean, I do remember there being a genuine argument that it was like, Oh, you want to be vegetarian, so you'd want pigs to die out? Because if we didn't eat pigs, we wouldn't breed pigs. Yeah, pigs that's it. Die out. Yeah. You want avocados to die out? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, mm-hmm. Uh, you want um, figs okay, to eat yeah. figs all day? Wait, where are you going with this? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> Who's asking? I'm just fucking asking. Yeah, I'm just lost here. Yeah, but I mean... Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. we, do, we don't grow avocados in Ireland, but obviously we uh, had wild boar at one point. We had wild pig. Boar, yeah. Yeah. I think we still do. Yeah, you think we have wild boars? Yeah. Yeah, people in our society who are uncontrollably boring. boring. Is that what you're going to yeah, say? Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, 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 that's what I thought. For example... Mm-hmm. Um... Who do we know that's boring? <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, okay, on the count of three, we both say who the most boring person in the world right. is. One, two, three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's true. <laughs> okay. They'd say it, but they are. They are. All right. Well, they don't listen to this, so it's fine. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. They, there's no chance. They know. They're not interested enough know. to listen to this. They know. People do tell them a lot. Yeah. 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 Tell you what, they'll never be a member of the aristocracy. Would you rather be the most boring person alive or the most interesting? Or the most interesting person yeah. alive. <laughs> uh, well, what comes with being the most interesting person alive? You probably... You, no you one ever Yeah, no, I'd rather be the most boring person alive then, I suppose. But really, but no one ever wants to talk to you. Well, you see, in a world of extremes, it's always hard to pick. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're the most interesting, you'd have people constantly asking you questions. And you probably hear the same question. Really yeah, do. but it would just be like, it'd be, if you're the, the most interesting person, you would be your life would never be your own, and you'd constantly be hounded by paparazzi yeah. and press and so on. If, and if you're the most boring person, what, literally no one ever wants to that's engage it. with you? Like you go into a shop and then... Eventually they'd stop asking How are you Because you're so boring (laughs) They wouldn't even ask you What you want In that world though Do you actually answer them Like how are you And you give the most Boring response (laughs) They're like No It's not even worth it Yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yeah no I think Yeah I mean 
it, both are sound like a nightmare. Mm. Um, but I suppose you could be boring in 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 private without having to be internationally famous and renowned and. Yeah, so I'd rather, I'd still think I'd rather be the m- most boring person mm. in the world than the most interesting person in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, you remember that guy, the most interesting man in the world? Yeah. The most interesting man in the world. Dos Equis or whatever, Equi, beer. Dos Equis. Have understood that? Yeah, it was, well, we don't, I don't think we have that beer here at all. And so I never, we never saw those ads. But yeah. 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 Uh, if you don't have the beer, you're never going to get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're not drunk, you won't understand. Yeah. <laughs> you won't appreciate the beer. It's like if I go to you, what beer um, coaster makes the best shoe hole filler? You know the answer. Yes, I do. So, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> do you not remember that ad? <laughs> No, what is that? What is it? Is it a what Carlsberg? No, there's a guy and he's like he's walking by this shop with his yeah. wife and she like looks at this pair of shoes in the window. Yeah, she's like, oh, I really want these shoes. She's a hole in her shoe. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, I don't. don't they're like Italian peasants. Oh, and then you know, you see him and he goes off and he's working all day every day for a few days. Oh, is it Guinness? No. It's not a Guinness ad? Keep guessing, though. Like and then... Heineken? No, keep... Just... See if okay, it comes sorry. to you. Okay, okay. And then... You see him and he goes and he... You think he's going to buy the shoes. But he actually buys the beer. And he drinks okay. it. And then... He goes home and you see her and she still wants new shoes. And he has a coaster in his hand. Mm-hmm. And he rips it up and he slits it into a shoe. So it covers the hole. And through the hole you can see it says... Stella Artois. Really? And it's a Stella Artois? And then she's really happy. Wow. She's I like, thought Stella Artois. This is so good. You know, even the <laughs> coaster. <laughs> the ad. Well, that's what I'd say is funny is because I thought Stella Artois were trying to pivot towards being like a classy beer. Mm-hmm. So not the beer. It's like, this is the beer you can use to, you know, stuff your, your shoes with. Yeah. Because you're, you've literally worn through your shoes. Yeah, because you fed it on alcohol. Because <laughs> you're a drunk. <laughs> well, actually, the guy in the ad does buy the shoes, but then he sees someone ordering a beer. When his wife shows up, he now has a beer, and he says give me your shoes, and she does, but he just puts the coaster in. She is happy with it, but as they embrace, she notices the waitress is wearing the expensive shoes. It came with the tagline, Stella Artois reassuringly expensive uh, but I thought you know I only know Guinness and Carlsberg for doing the sort of weirder ads yeah do you remember there's that one and it was like uh, Hitler drinking Guinness yes I do remember that one that was a great ad yeah yeah. and it was like six minutes. and it was like the official beer of Nazis yeah. yeah it said six million pints can't be downed and I was like what does that mean what's it trying to say there <laughs> Six. Uh, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just said we gonna support the Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a weird one. That was it was a weird, weird one. one. Yeah. And uh, but, uh, yeah, that's their that's their whole brand now. Yeah, it was it, <laughs> white on top, white on top. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember that joke I used to tell in my primary school? What you call a black man or white hair? Is it a pint of Guinness? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's mad. It was a good joke, you can guess the punchline. It's ma- yeah. It's mad what they used to say, isn't it? 
fucking school. <laughs> in your school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, actually, I believe there was there was a uh, uh, a custodian in our secondary school who uh, had white hair, and they called him Guinness. Was he black? I think that goes without saying, James. Well, I was just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you'd ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you call a white guy with... Black hair? Black hair. Italian. Anti-Guinness. Anti... Is it anti it's my anti-Guinness. My anti-Guinness. One time I was oh, oh yeah. somewhere... This isn't a very good story. Well, I can edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. They described... It was like, I got a coffee, and they said it was, like, inspired to be an upside-down Guinness or something. So it was a little bit of coffee coffee at the bottom, and then... Yeah. All foam and cream. Yeah, and then it was, like... It's, first of all, it's completely separate ingredients. And it's the completely inverse colour scheme. Like, at what stage... Well, you just meant anti-Guinness is in it. The very bottom was black, and... Well, no. Yeah, that was... Oh, no, it would want to be... All white, but with a tiny black head. I guess so. But that would be impossible. That would be physically impossible for a for a coffee. Yeah, not for just a painting or something. Yeah, like a yeah, not a drawing. Yeah, no. <laughs> not not something you could imagine in your head. No. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a movie last night. Oh, what one? I don't know what it's called. Okay, now that's a bad story. <laughs> <laughs> but it's about a, a guy who becomes a skinhead in the eighties. American History X? No. And now you're thinking, oh, there was a million stories like that. Yeah, well, it did happen. Uh, Well, he was... Sorry, is it British or American? British. Oh. And he was black. And he became a skinhead, yeah. Yeah, and he beat up black people. Oh. He was like a racist black skinhead. Sure. I mean, it it happens, absolutely. Does it? It happened once. (laughs) It happened once in this film I saw. (laughs) Apparently it's based on a true story. Well, no, just as in, certainly people can, um, what happened there? Your whole room went dark. Yeah, I just had a bad thought. (laughs) 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 No, what I was saying is, is like, you know, people uh, can be brainwashed and indoctrinated into racism despite the colour of their skin all the time, you know. But what's sort of funny is that, like, so the film is made by the guy. It's a true story, and he directed the film. It's his life story? Yeah. Oh. But, like, he still seems slightly racist. He still seems yeah. racist. Because, like, so the story is that he was put up, he was been fostered by an English family. Right. And his real family were in Nigeria, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, England is sort of seen as, like, peaceful, and, like, the people are, like, slightly racist, but a lot of them are good. Yeah, in the 80s in England. Yeah. <laughs> this golden age. And then he goes, he's sent back to Nigeria. And it's like, everyone's mad. And like, everyone's constantly screaming. Oh, wait. So it looks like he was he was civilized by his time in England. Yeah. And then, and then went like, back and was disgusted by. Yeah. yeah okay. And then he's like, it was like, all these like, there's a ceremony where they're like cotton them with razors. And like, they're sacrificing goats and stuff. And like, it's just but it's like shot to be like this is mad like it's not yeah 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 there's no reason for this they're just doing yeah. it yeah and to be honest if the guy is 
grew up in England, even if he was born in Nigeria, him having that perspective on Nigeria doesn't come from a place of, you know, understanding. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was sent back here when I was an adult, and I am Nigerian, so I'm allowed to make these comments, yeah, but yeah. they are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um... But, uh, As a Nigerian, I don't like Nigeria. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a very good film. Why did you watch it? I don't know. I thought it'd be good. <laughs> Where? I mean, did you go out of your way or what? Uh, yeah. Okay. And you can't remember the name? No. It's gonna be called Black Skinhead. For all I know. Is it on a streaming service? No. Okay. Well, Robot James will find <laughs> out what the fuck that was. <laughs> Good luck. Um, <laughs> the film is called Farming, written and directed by Aduwale Akinue Agbaje, who you might know for playing Killer Croc in the first Suicide Squad, or as Mr. Echo from Lost. And it was a really weird scene where, <clears throat> so like, it's real cheaply made, you know? It's like a, like a shot like a Channel 4 drama. Okay. So, like, there's no stunts or anything. So, like, all the violence is just, like, Implied, yeah. you know, like the gang closes in and then mm-hmm. you know, caught, and your man's walking home like with a bruised face. Yeah, then there's one scene where the gang they're attacking this like black teacher is a, a woman, mm-hmm. and it was the most visceral shot. Oh, he just like, oh, yeah, they, they cut over some of the other <laughs> violence, but they wanted to make sure you saw the violence, yeah, and like they just <laughs> lamp her in the stomach and she like lifts off the ground and into the ground, like it's so violent, okay. it's so real, and then it's like there's nothing even approaching that in the rest of the movie. And also, regardless, the film is not of good quality to begin with, no. like, it's, it's not, yeah. Okay, well, I'll find out what this is. And yeah. I, I, could we, I, I think you can go on record here and say you would not recommend it no, to any person. Not really. <laughs> living or dead yeah. to watch. <laughs> okay. Well, let me ask you this, James. Um, racial tensions aside, yeah. if you could be an aristocrat, would you? Um, yeah. Of where? Of which country? England. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. All right. They're, they're uh, gonna wh- come back. Which which county would you like to be in? Well, do you want to be one of the main royals? Yeah. Or, uh, you do. <laughs> All right. So you 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 stop me in which line in the uh, ascendancy you would call? Okay. Right? It's the queen. The queen. No, I don't want to be the queen. No. Okay. Uh, Prince of Wales. He's dead. No, Prince of Wales is Charles next to right. him. Uh, you could be his partner. Priscilla. Uh, Camilla. Right. So you don't have to be you're not you don't have to be like the the next person in line, but you you'd be you know adjacent. So that that's that's the another option. No, no. Y- okay. Uh, his children. There's William third in line. Oh, what about Larry? Prince Larry. Prince Larry. There isn't the redhead. Harry. Huh. Harry. Yeah. Larry would be short for Lawrence. I don't think there was a King Larry. Yeah. I don't think there was ever a King Larry. Ah, oh, there was at some point somewhere. A King Lawrence? Yeah. I don't think there was, no, because Lawrence being a French... Well, that's sure they're all German anyway. Henry's a French name. Nope. Can't find a King Lawrence anywhere. Well, Harry is what short for? Harrens. Harrens, yeah. Archibald. I think it's Harold, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Well, there's loads of... There was a few Harrys. I want to be like a German guy. 
So not English. No. Well, yeah. I mean. Well, I mean they're the same, but yeah, you don't want to be. But you don't want to be part of the English world. You don't want to be in line for the English throne. No. You want to be uh, a, a member of the German aristocracy. That there's not a royal family of Germany, but you are still a count of this. Family. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. You know the way. So to- that is very, very. That is why I asked what country, and you started with England because that's very different to what you're describing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know the way, like they're secretly planning all that European aristocracy. To make a bit of a comeback. I don't think England really had luck in, but like, they all hang out in Malta. You know, they're all in the Order of Malta. Yeah. And they're just like this pan-European aristocracy. They're all related. Well, it's more that they're all incredibly religious, because they do accept that at some point down the line their families were, you know, appointed by God. Yeah, so I'd like to be one of them. I've met, I've met, I've met Habsburgs. I've met Habsburgs in Vienna. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Did you have a good jaw wag with them? Chin wag. Chin wag. Well, they, <laughs> did you knock your jaw loose talking? Oh, oh yeah. Was there? Well, that was the Spanish line, wasn't it? Was the one with the jaw so distended it filled with water when it rained? Yeah. <laughs> did you ever read about yeah, his, bi- his first mortem and it was like he he has no brain. His head was just filled with water. That's it. And yeah. like, is that that's that's a Charles? Yeah. Or a, yeah, it's a Charles. I did one knot, and it was like shriveled yeah. like coal. They are describing King Charles II of Spain, the last of the Habsburg rulers of Spain, whose autopsy report stated that his body quote did not contain a single drop of blood. His heart was the size of a peppercorn. His lungs corroded. His intestines rotten and gangrenous. He had a single testicle, black as coal, and his head was full of water. I, I remember reading a book about portraiture of 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 inbred royals. Yeah, <laughs> and the basic concept being like every portrait of a royal you see that looks bad, you've no idea <laughs> how flattered they're being. Really, <laughs> like, you have no because I mean when you think about it, yeah, so the the Spanish line of the Habsburgs were so inbred. And the end was always this, yeah, it's always this this Charles who was so inbred. Although really long lived, his, his reign was quite long, but he had no children, couldn't do anything. Uh, and after he died, then there was a bit of an internal struggle, so it sort of destroyed everything. But uh, yeah, it was like any portrait of him, his tongue is literally sticking out of his mouth in portraits. And that's just the most flattering version you could ever see of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that it was, you know, it only worked for as long as it did because he didn't have any role and didn't participate at all in anything. Yeah. You know, and then it was just when he was gone, his people who were appointed, his advisors, didn't have the position they thought was very solid. Um, I wonder if they were trying to get him to have sex. I mean... With a pig or something. Okay, well, why would... What? That would, that would be for pure entertainment. <laughs> well, they could just think, well, having sex with humans hasn't done them very well. This this line of ar- I, aristocrats. Okay, yeah, but you know that. <laughs> Get the pig in here. <laughs> well, it's not that having sex with humans wasn't doing well. It was having sex with immediate relatives. Yeah, but they didn't. Was know not that. doing they well. They didn't know genetics. They knew enough. They had a few hundred fucking years of seeing how poorly yeah, this. They might just be like, and also, Get some pig blood they were, in there. you know, get some monkey blood in this place. See if that works. But. But the, the the thing that I always feel completely undermines the aristocratic argument for a pure bloodline is they were completely comfortable with, you know, being disparaging against people from lower classes who were ever involved with, uh, you know, uh, very close bloodlines. 
you know, incestuousness is, has never been deemed okay unless you were the ruling class. Well, that's because it was just for land. Like. Yeah, but I'm, I know, but I'm just like, but we know what the, this is the means, though, no matter what the situation is. So, oh, right. You know? Like, they knew it doesn't work, it doesn't work out and it's wrong. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, but let's, let's just keep trying. And let's keep trying to the point beyond any other family would ever, yeah. even, you know. That's it. <laughs> Just because we can support, yeah, a person whose jaw fills with water when it rains. Did you ever read about those people who fall in love and they find out they're in love with their sister? Do I ever read about that? Yeah. Pretty happens. Oh, like a, like a tabloid thing? Pretty happens a lot. I have heard of, yeah, I've, I, I have definitely been aware of, there was like, you know, those magazines like OK or... Let me tell you about the one, the guy goes home... <laughs> Did you ever tell me about the one? <laughs> and he's like... Trying to find his mom because he put up for adoption. Yeah, and then he what? He finds his granny. He ended up. And then hmm? say it again. Finds his granny. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I don't know where my daughter is." And then, like the rest of the thing is just really like detailed, sensual story about how like she just started writing them. Basically, she was like, "I gently took his hand to the bedroom. You know, led him to the bedroom and lay him down, took down all of his trousers. You know." What? No, stop. What are you talking about? What? Like, a, what? Yeah. A grandmother? Yeah. To her grandson? Yeah. That reconnected with her after having been adopted? Yeah. What, what are you... What is this? What is this story? story? I don't know. Yeah, but... Okay, you've no... Okay. If you don't know who this was or it's what this the related paper. to... Now you're just telling me a horrible <laughs> imaginary story. It's in the paper. Uh, what paper? What are you Googling like, now? The guy was like... He was like 25. Okay. Whoa boy, a lot to unpack here. I did some digging and I believe I found the couple that James is referring to. A 26-year-old named Phil Bailey, the son of an adopted woman, fell in love with his biological grandmother, Pearl Carter, after reuniting. However, this story has been debunked. It was published on a site called New Idea in 2010, that took it down a week later, and it has never been corroborated. There is no trace of the two online apart from this one story. Thank God. Well, God, have you heard about this Chris Chan thing? Okay, actually, this episode cannot just be about incest. We have to move on. <laughs> it's about aristocracy. We have to move past the incest. Okay. <laughs> God. Yeah, let me just see if I can find the article. Man. You sent me on the article Robot James can implement it. Yeah. This <laughs> really? God. I am. Folks, I'm sorry. <laughs> You thought you were tuning into an episode about aristocracy, thinking it'd be just fun about the pomp and ceremony, but no. Let's, uh... Nah, let's, it's just all pornography. Oh, I'm glad you've got that in your search history now. Maybe I'll put it on safe search. Well, you don't need to search anything more, so no need to enter safe search. Yeah, I'll just leave it. Yeah, you, yeah I'm done with you asking for incest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, hard turn... The royal family, yeah. aristocracy. Yeah. Uh, let me just ask you this, James. Do you, do you believe that aristocracy should exist? Do you believe there should be a royal family? The royal family in England is the opposite of incest. No. Because none of them have their husbands or wives' baby. Diana. Oh. They all cheat on each other. I understand what you mean. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Diana has... They don't even have sex with their husbands or wives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying that Diana's... Okay, well, my point is well, that starting with the well, okay, well, hold on. Starting with the queen, you think that the queen had an affair yeah. to have all her kids? 
Well, that makes no sense, because look at the two of them and then look at their kids. Yeah, they look completely different. No, they look exactly... Prince Andrew's a pedophile. Yeah, and but he do- looks exactly like the Queen of England. And, well, uh, yeah, she's and his baby. No, but he looks like Prince Philip thrown in there. Mm, that's because she cheated on Prince Philip with his brother. So that's still incest. No, it's not. <laughs> How is actually your husband's brother is an incest? It is when your husband is your second cousin. They were actually third cousins. And it turns out Philip doesn't have any brothers, but he has four sisters the Queen could have slept with. Just thrilling. Um, (laughs) Wait, what do you think incest means? uh, It's exciting. I I said it was interesting. (laughs) I said it was exciting to me. Um, And then... Prince Philip cheated on his wife. Prince Philip apparently cheated all the time, yeah. Then Prince Charles cheated on Diana. Yeah, with Camilla. He was like, bye bitch, see you later. Yeah. And then you think you're obviously on team that she had the affair with uh, With, the uh, red-haired guy to have Harry. You see, I'd believe that. Carrot top. Okay, well. That's why he's so funny. (laughs) So he's still got a prop based comedy. You love you love Carrot Top. Carrot Top is a, a hoot. Okay, actually, what are your genuine thoughts on Carrot? Top? I think he's so funny. Okay, no, well, you would never say that about anyone else. It's just what do you mean? When you, do you actually think? Do you appreciate his comedy? Yeah, or? he's like, let me okay. show. No, 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 James. I'm asking you a real question. You, Carrot Top. Do you actually... Do, what do you think about his style of comedy? Let me answer that with a joke that he told. A, a joke he told? Oh, it did. But, but you'll have to pull out, like, a, a skeleton. i Okay. L- uh, this is a cookbook for bachelors. Mm-hmm. It's a phone book, you know, a takeaway directory. Uh, sure, so women to call or something. Oh, oh, no, oh, right. It, yeah. Yeah, there's more. Restaurants. Yeah. That's your answer to that. <laughs> yeah. Does that answer your question? Okay. Mm, not at all. But yeah. It's a <laughs> but okay. Carrot Top is uh, very strong now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's 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 the weird. Uh, yeah. That's the. So that's impressive. Thing. I never said he wasn't impressive. Strength is always impressive. Uh, no, I I never said he wasn't impressive. I'm just saying, do you like him as a comedian? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Moving. on. <laughs> But do I think he's the king of comedy? Yes. I do. This is the first prop that I went on stage with him. When I was in college, I stole this neighborhood crime watch sign. Yeah. And I always got a laugh. It was on my dorm, and it was like, oh, that's funny. Where'd you get that? And I said, I took it. So I thought, what a great first joke. You know, walk in the comedy club and say, sorry I'm late. I was in the neighborhood. And everybody... <laughs> but this is like 90s. It killed, because it was a new thing. Neighborhood crime watch. We're going to watch your house. Well, you know, I'm watching your signs. <laughs> oh, who did he depose as the king of comedy? Um, with aristocracy in mind. Rodney Dangerfield. What'd you call him? Uh, I, I meant to say someone else. Okay, so say who you meant to say. Why? What's wrong with the thing he thought I said? No, just what? It, I just no, just say the name again. No, why? You say it. No, I just thought you mispronounced it. That's all I meant. Yeah, you say it. No, you say it. I don't want to say it in case I mispronounced it. I will edit this out. Just tell me what you pronounced it. Bogney Mangerfield. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> Barney Mangerfield. 
Hooli Bloggerfeld. <laughs> Rodney Dongerfeld. How would yeah, you pronounce yeah, yeah. yeah, you got it. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't get no respect at all. He is great. He's dead. He is. Yes, he is. He is dead. King is dead. That doesn't Long stop him being a very good comedian. <laughs> you don't stop being funny when you're dead. Yeah, you do. No, because you can always relive stories that someone's, you know, things you've told people will always be retold and reshared, you know? Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is. <laughs> of course it is. Like, <laughs> Would you rather be remembered as a good man or a funny man? Good, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was funny, but my God, not a good man. <laughs> well, that's what Trump will be. I don't even think... Well, I mean, he'll only be remembered as a funny man from people who are being contrarians. Uh, he is funny, though. Yeah, but that's not going to be the define. You're not going to describe him as a... F- well, he was a funny man, but also... A monster. A deeply horrible mm. man. <laughs> like, he will not be considered a funny person on his death. Because yeah. he's also not... Fu- like, he's... He doesn't have a sense of humour. No, he doesn't. He, but, so, but he is he's done things that are funny but that's not how you would describe, you would not remember someone as funny because that they did things he like is that. the prince of comedy though Mm-mm-mm. who's the king then this is his dad <coughs> Fred Fred right Fred he's Armisen also dead Fred <laughs> Fred, <laughs> Fred Armisen is, is what other Donald comedian Thompson. can play every race C- yes White? correct White, White? Obama um, what's the difference? He can play a white what's Obama. He can you? play a black Obama. Uh, he he's he's a he's Venezuelan, German, and Korean. Is Fred Armisen? Yeah. So he Stop, has managed. You're making me hungry. Well, he is, you're making me hungry. Uh, you're making fair. me hungry. <laughs> that was my favorite cuisine. I want to meet some schnitzel. <laughs> yeah. I want some Venezuelan, you know, UN fucking food package. Observer food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want an airdropped sandwich from a okay. from a, dro- from a drone. Oh, Jesus Christ! This is a chaotic episode. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thank you for staying tuned in this long. <laughs> to be clear, Venezuela has a rich and vibrant gastronomical culture, separate to its current challenges. I would highly recommend some pabellón criollo, a classic dish of rice, plantain beans and beef. Or perhaps some pot de con Zuliano, a delicious beef-filled plantain, popular in the Zulia region. Uh, to be fair, yeah. Fred Armisen has definitely stopped doing that. I saw him play a pervert. In uh, Eurotrip. Broad City. Oh yeah, well he did with the diaper thing. He was like, yeah, clean my apartment. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm a little baby. Uh, yeah. Wait, pervert isn't a race. No. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say yes and then name some. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. The Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear, the Netherlands has a rich and vibrant gastronomical culture, separate to its current challenges. I would highly recommend some. Holland's new herring, a pickled herring dish typically eaten as a snack. Or perhaps some Merden soap, a thick pea soup with sausages, popular at any Dutch Christmas table. German, Venezuelan aristocracy, aristoc- Korean, Korean aristocracy, Japan, yeah, as an ancient Long- longest aristocracy in the world, most is- longest lived, most established, yeah, 
Yeah, they're in their 125th monarch or something like that. Really? God damn it, Tronin. Naruhito is the 126th emperor of Japan, according to the traditional line of succession. Yeah. Although they still have not changed their rules on uh, patrilineage, so it's the daughter of the emperor will not be the empress. It's going to pass to like her third cousin or something. <laughs> it's actually her first cousin, Prince Hisahito, who is 14 years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, wonder the first emperor was. It's probably very easy to find out. Emperor Jimu is cited as the first, although probably legendary, emperor of Japan. Allegedly reigning from 711 to 660 BC, he is a descendant of the sun god, Amaterasu, and the storm god, Susano. Thank you, Robot James. And I wonder what they were like. Well, it was a man. Do you think? Well, unless they privately self-identified as something else. Do you think it wasn't a woman? Well, I'm just, I just said that Japan has specifically not allowed... In the way that just before um, Prince William had his first child, the UK changed their laws that, like, no matter who the first child is they get to be the they get to be the heir yeah they get to be there yeah they get yeah (laughs) lucky them yeah very lucky what a privilege in the future (laughs) that's privilege in the future (laughs) only the kings of Europe will get to breathe air get to breathe clean air and the millionaires of you know the way the million hairs uh, the million heirs what about the million heirs yeah on my head the million airs. Million no hairs on my no, head. No hate. So I'm not going no bald. You don't have a million hairs. You are bald. going. You're going <laughs> bald a at a terrifying rate. <laughs> you have lost about a third of your hair no. since we started this episode. <laughs> I have a million hairs on my head. They're all still there. <laughs> a million. <laughs> it's too much. My head's heavy. Yeah. They grow out of my brain. They grow <laughs> inwards. <laughs> Whenever I think too much, it just pours out of my head. Yeah. In luscious strands of blonde. Yeah, natural blonde. Um, it is funny, actually, just 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 off record, how long your hair has stayed blonde is insane. What do you mean? Well, like, you only dyed it once, right? I dye it every day. I use a shampoo. I know, but you only put specifically blonde colour in once. I'm, I only use a shampoo. No, I know, but when you did dye your hair. I never dyed my hair. Okay, all right, well... Wait, what are you talking about? Okay. No, 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 don't worry. I use a shampoo. Yeah, you use a shampoo that has, what, randomly chosen some strands and some parts of some strands to to go blonde. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how it works. It's like a shampoo that has, like, lemon juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, don't worry about it then. Yeah, then don't worry about it. You think I'm lying? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. What bits is random? I just no, no. Don't, say don't what? Well, just your hair is not one uniform color, I d- and I remember when your hair was was, uh, and it was kind of unique, you know, entirely brunette. And then you said you were going to dye your hair blonde, and then you did. And then in the year since, your hair has sort of you've grown it out, and it, you've cut it, so you know the base of your hair is brunette again and so would be just some strands the kind of vibrancy of the blonde is, is not necessarily there because you've you've left it about a year now without having uh, done it again so I am a bit confused when you say that your hair is just naturally you know one colour it's a joke what was? when you said my hair is naturally blonde yeah I know right I... wait what bit confused you there? Are you? Uh, who's joking now? 
<laughs> the reason the bit of the the base of my hair is brown is because the yeah. shampoo hasn't had long enough to work on it. I know, but your shampoo will not turn your hair blonde. It literally has. You're looking at it. Wait, you have a shampoo that t- dyes hair? Yeah. That bleaches yeah. hair? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What's it called? Is it like bee blonde or something? No! Th- really? Yeah, honest to God. That's all I use. But a shampoo... D- no, but I, are you not just accepting that I'm saying... What I mostly see now is the hair that was dyed? No. You have a shampoo that bleaches hair? Yeah. That's not right. You should. <laughs> Why? Because a, a bleach shampoo. So you only clean your hair with a shampoo that is literally bleaching. I use like conditioners to keep it. How does it not run into your like your eyebrows or your beard? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't. I didn't make I it. I don't like scrub it into my beard. No, I know, but just like even it running down, if it's bleach, I don't know. It's, not, it's, not, it's like lemon juice and chamomile is, is what it says on the thing. It's not like peroxide or anything. Okay, all right. So that's why it takes ages to work. All right, well, I'm on board. I can't wait to see. Okay. I'll send you a picture later. <laughs> of what? Yeah, of the sure. bottle? Yeah. Okay, yeah, please do. It's called John Frieda Sheer Blonde Go Blonder Lightning Shampoo. Uh, this is genuinely shocking. Yeah, everyone thinks I dye it, and I do have a spray. Well, well, you did dye it, so that's. I just thought you would. I just thought you'd been because it looks like you had you dyed it, and now your hair, you know, your natural color comes through. No, 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 no. Okay. That will always. There'll always be a bit at the base, no matter how how long the hair gets. That will be like. Oh, okay. I mean, I I I I believe you in the sense where I I am genuinely surprised that it's lasted this long. Mm. But this isn't. This is news to me that you've been using a. Right, so if an aristocrat did what you did... He'd be uh, king. He'd be king, yeah, by now. Because they'd be like, he already has a crown upon his yeah. head. Yeah. Alexander used to wash his hair with saffron. Because he had the money. Because he had the moolah. Yeah. And it was even more expensive back then. <laughs> yeah, it would have been, yeah. Do you like saffron? Yeah. As a, as a like, a spice? Put it in everything. Mm, you're not that... No. Yeah. You're not... You're not rich. I know, but I... Save, skip and save. But, I know I'm not rich. I buy saffron yeah. to put in everything. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to be rich when you sp- yeah, <laughs> spend most of your money on saffron. <laughs> um, no, I don't use all that much saffron in my cooking, to be honest. I would have, I would have expected that, but that's it's good for you to say. The, the mistake people make with saffron, in my opinion, is yeah. that they're like, they buy an amount, and then they're like, oh, it's so expensive, I'll only use a tiny bit at the time. Whereas you're supposed to probably just, you know just put it all in, make the dish nice, put it all in one. If day. the dish is going to be saffron based, just yeah, use have the at saffron. it, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. What I mean? But only aristocrats could really enjoy saffron for the longest time, right? Yeah, or just yeah. general. What does it come from? A lotus? Yeah. Ready? Not a lotus, but a flowering plant known as a crocus. Saffron. Well, the actress Saffron Burrows. Where's she from? England. Well, so. Saffron must be from England. Yeah. So saffron is from England, if if, if we can saffron burrows. Which I do. Uh, and then... Uh-huh. Saffron, wild saffron. Saffron in the wild. And take a serious guess as to where it's from. Me or you? Me. You take a serious guess, go. Greece. Okay. I'm going to say India. Okay, it says Greece here. Okay, well then you just already. <laughs> yeah, that's my surprise. <laughs> that I even took that up. Yeah. Took you up on that. You hour. saw me okay. typing. 
<laughs> well, I just thought, I don't know. You thought I'd be Sometimes honest. I believe you're being more of a sportsman than you are. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, well, let me ask you this. What's your, who's, who is your favourite aristocrat that's ever lived? Alexander the Great. Would he be considered aristocracy? Yeah. Well, he is in our modern sense, yeah. Well, who's that lord who used to rap? You know that guy? Lord Buckley. Nah. Who? Lord Buckley? What do you mean he used to rap? Didn't he rap? I don't know who you're talking like, about. Like, recently? You never heard of Lord Buckley? No. Is he? Where is he from? He's the sort of thing you'd love. Here's this, <laughs> he's this weird... Uh, like... He was an American comedian, but he played this character called Lord Buckley, who was like a rapping, like, tough. Wow, no, never heard of this. And, uh, but it was like in the 50s and 40s. Oh. Let me send you a recording. <coughs> of Lord Buckley? Yeah. I'm just going to send you a record. Yeah. <laughs> you have a 72 player, do you? What is a 72? Yeah. Oh, I do, yeah. Uh... But uh, no, I'll f- I'll find a I'll find a clip of him. But yeah, Lord Buckley. Just have it as a background music for the episode. <laughs> Does he speak over it? Yeah. Well, that might be a bit <laughs> distracting. <laughs> it's really bad. If there's a lo-fi version of Lord Buckley, I'll find it and I'll put <laughs> that as the background for the <laughs> for the whole episode. Yeah, Lord Buckley to study too. Lo-fi <laughs> yeah. Lord Buckley to study. Lo-fi low book. Lo-fi low book to study yeah. too. <laughs> Like he has a song called Hipsters, Flipsters and Finger Pop and Daddy's Knock Me You. I don't even really understand what he's doing. He's sort of maybe a bit like S- William Burroughs or something. Jazz of the mind, you know? Yeah. Oddly enough, there actually kind of is a lo-fi version of Lord Buckley. He was sampled on Damon Albarn's 2014 solo album, Everyday Robots. It sounds like this. Pretty chill, if you ask me. Just chaos, really. He's just an agent of yeah. chaos. Uh, well, I mean, when you think about how Americans have this obsession with British aristocracy, does that not just upset you? I mean, it, it bums me out. Makes me so happy. That Americans love the British aristocracy? Yeah. Why? Because they deserve each other. Because they... Well, no, they don't. I mean, America, as much as Ireland, you know, kicked out Britain. What's the difference between America and England? What is the difference between America and England? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. About 340 people. A million people. England gives paedophiles the, the seat. America gives them the whole damn stage. The seat being the throne. Yeah, well, are you, are you accusing uh, the Queen of England of being a paedophile? Yeah. You think she's a paedophile? I thought it was just her son and myriad members of her family. She, but where they learn it from? Well, she became. Where they learn from? Where's anyone learn anything? Their mom. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. School. School. Mom. That's not where you learn everything. Mom. Mom's the word. Mom's the school. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they they learn it from her. Now, James, I just need you to be aware that what you've just said there. Yeah. And you're committing this to... Memory. This could be... You could be libeled. You could be... Uh, for this, you are saying... Well, slandered. That you are saying that Queen Elizabeth II of England is a paedophile. Is a paedophile. You are happy for that to go out into the world? A level five, or whatever it was. 
Oh no, <laughs> I don't want to talk about that again. <laughs> yeah. Her, her and Chris Chan. Where Chris Chan learned from? Well, you just said Americans are obsessed with fucking royalty. What's more royalty yeah. than the Queen? Yeah, but I didn't say that all Americans had a proclivity for pedophilia. Well, most of them do. No, you can't say most of Their them do. Their whole culture is based on it. It's not. It is. Okay, explain that then. We go, you listen to rap music, you know? They're always rapping about it. No, they're not. They're like, I hold her down. Diddy, diddy. You know? Uh, no, 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 no. They do say that. I'm, I'm sure some songs have said that. Yeah. But that is not, you can't, come on. You can't, okay, James, you really want to start, <laughs> you want to have this argument? Yeah. <laughs> what, that that America is based on Peter Yeah, as an enterprise. No. Jazz music. Do not say jazz music. It is. It's it's the way it sounds the way it does to lure, to make to. It's the it's the pan pipes towards children. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, sweets, well, sweets and sugar. Uh-huh. They love sweets and sugar. Well, they call it candy, but either way. Yeah. So let's we'll return to that in about you know seven seconds. eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. No, absolutely respecting that entire plan and every thought you had there. Yeah, of course. No, 100%. Uh, But, you know, let's just move to something else for just a brief period. We'll come back, you know. Okay. Yeah. In about about four minutes, we'll come back to that one. As long as we're coming back. Or six minutes. Yeah, we will. I promise. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Then what I want to say is um, which country. So there's only one country in Europe. Yeah. That is There is only one country in Europe. The EU. Yeah, well, actually, I was. Mm. Germany. Germany! Okay, I mean, you can. (laughs) That's not where I'm going, so yeah, you can have an opinion. (laughs) Okay, so what's your. There is only one one country in Germany. Which which has a monarchy. Yeah. That is not majority in favour of its monarchy. Do you know what country that is? So, like, the Netherlands, the UK, they all have monarchies. Spain. Like, actual monarchies. Correct. Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spain is the only country with a monarchy, with a um, constitutional monarchy. Uh, you know, as opposed to an absolute monarchy. Yeah. Uh, that is not a hundred percent. That is not over fifty percent in favor of their monarchy. Cool. Because they cut yeah. their heads off, wouldn't they? In protest. Well, like have a real Spanish revolution. Another one. Uh, yeah. What number is this? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, um. What do you think of the Spanish monarchy? I don't. I, well, I don't like any monarchy. Really? I'm, I, I, yeah. Even I like, mean, I'm surprised it hasn't really come up much. What more about like episode. Nelson Mandela's dad? He's some sort of local chief, isn't it? Like a, a monarchy. His patrilineal great grandfather Ngbenguka was king of the Thimbu people in the Transcan territories of South Africa's modern Eastern Cape Province. I don't think I have to say that I support Nelson Mandela's dad. Okay, so on your head be it. Okay, I think it's all right for me to say I supported Nelson Mandela and didn't support his dad. You support him? If you don't support his dad. I, I don't know what his dad's position was, but you don't have to support someone's father because you support them. Mm, okay. Well, what about? Well, surely Nelson Mandela was some sort of heir. Nelson's grandfather also named Mandela, was the king's child by a wife of the Ixaba clan, 
a so-called left-hand house, the descendants of his cadet branch of the royal family were ineligible to inherit the throne but recognized as hereditary royal councillors. Nelson's father was a local chief and councillor to the king, but he was also a polygamist with four wives, and Nelson was born to his third wife. So not much to inherit there. Yeah, but that did not define his... That's not how he... He was not. He didn't inherit that to the like as as his platform for. I I I don't even know what the, I don't I didn't know about his father. Being what about there. Lord Byron? He was nearly king of Greece. Was he? Yeah. He could have been, and he died on the way over. He actually fought in their war of independence and spent a great amount of money aiding their fight against the Ottomans. While it has been suggested that he may have been offered the crown of an independent Greece had he survived long enough. This is just conjecture. Greece doesn't have a monarchy today, so what was the so no point? Because they scrapped them. Well, I would argue there's no point for any of it. It's monarchy is inherently wrong. Monarchy is inherently right. Okay, well you don't believe that. I James. do. You don't. I'm sick of democracy. Okay. This is what happens when you take a month off of your politics podcast. You become a monarchist. You become a royalist. <laughs> I love a king. Monarchy is inherently right. It's <laughs> a phrase you've just. Said. I love a king or a queen. Oh. Of Ireland? Yeah. Well, you'd have to pick them. The good thing about them is that they wouldn't have to pretend to listen to you. Do you know what I mean? Y- yeah. Whereas the current crowd? Well, like what, the president? Or the, but the president doesn't have to pretend to listen to you. the Taoiseach. Yeah, but the point is we have a president as opposed to... So we have a head of state as no, opposed to a king, government. I want a king, an absolute monarch. You want an absolute monarch, yeah. yeah. Well then, but you're arguing... You're saying you want someone who doesn't have to pretend to listen to you, yeah. which is the point of the president. Yeah, but I don't... The president has no powers. So you want someone who doesn't have to listen to what yeah. you think, but has absolute control and power yeah. over your life. That, I think, mm. is a system that has been argued against and rallied against repeatedly throughout, specifically, the 20th century. Well, allow me to argue for it for a moment. The floor is yours. Isn't it annoying the way you go on Reddit or something and you're giving out about the government... You know, 10, 12 hours a day on Twitter. And then someone comes and they replies and they're like, well, you you know, we voted for them. You know, it's up to the Irish people to stop voting for them. You know? Yeah. If we had an absolute monarch, they could no longer say that. Yeah, but when that when that occurs, it ends with a revolution, and you, it's like, well, our only option then is to get rid of those people with whom we have no power to Did you put it install. In Pardon? Then you put in a new king. But the king has to then somehow be beholden to the people in order for that to have been a step forward. Yeah, I think the idea... You don't just kill the king and be like, okay, well, thankfully now his son will be in power. Yeah, you do. That could be a way. That could be one way. But the son will then take power being like, well, I don't like these people that just killed my father. I'd put a little, you know, uh... Have you seen the Hunger Games? <laughs> sure. So they have like a bomb in their neck. So no, if they think the wrong they thought, their do head the explodes. I don't think that's... I don't know. I don't know. Well, I... You do that for the, the king, is yeah. it? So if they did the wrong thing that you thought, yeah. you would kill yeah. them. All right, you're not advocating for a, a monarchy there, James. What you're advocating for is a surreptitious dictatorship. Yeah, I think I really want to be rule. the shadow master of puppets. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? It yeah. was like, all these kings last for a week until they make some random unpopular decision 
Mm-hmm. And, then, that, and then, their, that, then their head that placates the man called James. Yeah, until they start talking about, like, speeding fines. Yeah, until they start talking about the things that only affect a guy called James Moore. Yeah. yeah. I got from Salins into James's hospital last night in, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe 20. <laughs> <laughs> And if you were king, you'd make that the actual speed limit. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you'd 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 blow up the head of the guy that argued against. Yeah, him. exactly. Thanks for listening, we love you very much. What topic should come next? Let us know on Twitter or at primordialviews at gmail.com. And remember... Yeah, do you remember there's that one and it was like... Uh, Hitler drinking Guinness. <laughs>